everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that's the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome. How are you feeling, Adam? I'm a little tired. Yeah. Cold. It's still cold. Just we've so we've not warmed cold. up. I wish it was warmer. Although it's supposed to be like in the 50s this week. Yeah, I saw that too. So I'm all crazy. for it. Can't wait. I'm I gonna... just, just melt some of this fucking snow. Yeah, shorts and sandals. Yeah, we had our uh, our bomb cyclone over the... Uh, was that the... That was just supposed to be about the cold, right? That wasn't actually... The storm wasn't that. I don't even know. I looked it up and then I forgot all about it. It was something where like the pressure drops a certain amount before something and... I don't know. We just got a fuck ton of snow, so. I'm pretty sure that was the plot of uh, the day after tomorrow. Yeah, I felt like we were living in the day after tomorrow. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, living in that world because the movie Living sucks. in that bad movie. Yeah, exactly. That sucks. Um, but yeah, way too much snow. Did you have to do a lot of shoveling? Oh, God damn it. So much fucking shoveling. Yeah. See, it worked out for me because I got to work from home, which meant that I was able to stay to wake up at 2 a.m. to watch Japanese wrestling. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And not have to drive into work. So that was a good amount of fun. I, however, missed out on the Japanese wrestling because sure I had did. to wake up to go shovel snow at work. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was sad for you because you couldn't t- partake in Super How was it, night. by the way? It was a lot of fun. It was uh, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom, their version of WrestleMania. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we I live tweeted it on our uh, Broken Clock Pod's Twitter account. Even changed our Twitter handle to say Broken Clock Podcast in Japanese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we did that for like a whole day. Uh, but yeah, so it was skip- wait, would it just say like how you pronounce in Japanese, or was it written in like kanji? It was, was that the written in whatever Google Translate told me said Broken Clock Podcast. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, I don't speak Japanese. Mm. Um, no, but like I had planned to like have Skip and Tyler like come over, but Tyler wasn't sure if he had to work on Thursday, and Skip didn't want to drive in the snow because um, I was like, oh, we'll do like a little mini podcast at one in the morning or whatever, and. Uh, with the snow, it just didn't work out. So. Yeah. But it was a good show. Bad timing. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. Uh, I enjoyed it. Skip enjoyed it. Uh, Tyler was going to watch it. He hadn't gotten around to it last I talked to him. So, I don't know. Uh, but we'll talk more about that, I'm sure, on our Broken Clock's main event show coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, but this is our video games podcast where we start every week with what we've been playing. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, I didn't really play anything new. Um, they had Diablo 3 on sale. And I had originally played like Diablo For 3. console? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had originally played it, you know, back when it came out. I think yeah. it's like 2014 or something like that when it originally came out. Um, but I had never played any of the DLC stuff. So they had like the game and all the DLC. Yeah. Well, I think there's only really two DLCs uh, on sale. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it's been a long time since I played this. I want to see the new area. I want to play the new Necromancer class. So I downloaded that. I played around as a Necromancer for a little while. Uh, I, mean, I didn't get you know too far into it, just mainly because I started the game up, started playing as Necromancer, and went like, this is cool. And then I realized I had to play the starting area of Diablo 3. Even though it's been a long time, I played that fucking level so many goddamn times. Oh, originally? Originally. Because, you know, you, you you make a guy and you're like, all right, this this guy's cool. Like, now let's see what the, 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 the sorcerer does. Now let's see what the... I don't remember what the fucking class is. Oh, you had to play with. each class that you created. You had to play that same area over and it's over It's always over the same area. Yeah. Like the starting, you know, the well, the same progression. It's the same plot. But I tried it, you know, playing it multiple times with multiple different classes. And yeah. I was like, 
just even like, even though it's been like two or three years since last time I played, I was like, oh yeah, I did this like eight times already. Ugh, Fuck, I don't yeah, want to do this again. I know I hate doing that. Yeah, so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go back and get a play it a little bit more. Um, otherwise, I played uh you know more of the regular shit like more Rainbow Six, yeah, more PUBG. Uh, I had a fucking amazing night playing PUBG last night. Were you playing by yourself or were you playing with other people? No, I was playing with uh, Skip um, and two of his friends. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he has other friends? Apparently. I wow. I don't... Mm-mm. Unacceptable. Yeah. We'll have to have a talk with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we were playing and we were fucking kicking ass at that game. Nice. Like, we had a very nicely well-oiled uh, team. Wait, so you were playing as a team of four? Yeah. there uh, has, like, uh, single-player, uh, duo, and... Uh, squad yeah where you okay. can play as a like a team of four cool um and you know we like one of the first game we played you know we i don't remember how far i think we actually died really like right away we like got annihilated right off the bat um <clears throat> and then after that uh the next game we ended up winning with one of our guys surviving nice one of skip's friends ended up being like the last guy alive and ended up winning it for us and then the next game all four of us survived all the way to the end. Wow. So we were like super pumped, you know, like yeah. full full team, full squad, surviving right to the end. We that's felt exciting. like the biggest fucking badasses. Yeah, that's exciting. We were like, had everything on lockdown. We were like, all right, you cover this door. You cover this door. I'm going to cover this window. You watch the hill. Like you get smoke bombs ready to, to like toss out. Yeah, now it's time to do it in real life. Get ready. Yeah. Get, join up. Join the service. I think I'm too old. There's nah. got to be a cutoff date, right? Uh, I mean, you are super, super old. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it actually, you know what? I think I got like four months. I think 35 is a cutoff date. All right. There so you go. I got until April 12th to, cool. to join up. Well, now we know your birthday. Now it's on tape. We're going to send you all kinds of yeah. terrible gifts. Yeah, like probably. Poop, poop in a bag or something. You're getting all that for your birthday. Get yeah. ready. Uh, uh, that's cool. But yeah, so play that. Uh, and otherwise, uh, today I spent watching uh, Games on Quick. Oh, which how's started that going? Today. And this is awesome, awesome games, right? Yes, and the other one is because the other one is summer. summer games done quick. So this one's awesome because a- it? Oh yeah, it's ADGQ. Yeah. Awesome or AGD awesome games done quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I watched a, a little bit. I watched um, somebody play Splatoon two, which was kind of like is a ra- like as a race thing. There uh, there's a you know the like it has a single player mode. You know, the, oh, okay. the thing where you're like yeah, going yeah, yeah. to save uh, Callie and Marie or one of them gets missing and yeah, the other yeah, one yeah. hires you to try and save her. Yep. Uh, and I, I watched somebody like playing that. And it's it doesn't just, seem interesting. Yeah, it's not that interesting. Yeah. Like certain games they play where I'm like, I mean, it's for a good cause. So I don't want to like, you know, shit on it too much or whatever. But some of them are just not as interesting to watch as other ones. Like, yeah. It's, and I don't think it like newer games aren't as, as interesting. Well, because there aren't as much like nuanced thing. It's not like, oh, cool, we're playing this Zelda game in it. We figured out a way to take a ten-hour game and play it in forty-five minutes. It's, oh, well, we're still sitting on like it still takes two hours to play this game. It's like I don't, I'm not really in for sitting here for two hours to watch it. Like my whole thing with these is I want to watch speed runs. I want to watch. Yeah, I want to watch something get it done in like twenty minutes. I want games done quick, not yeah. games. When I was watching the Splatoon two one. Like I turned it on and they were a, an hour and ten minutes into the the game. Yeah, see that's too. And long. I was like, I was like, oh okay. And then I like watched it for a little while, and then I turned it off, and then I went back, and they were still playing, and I was like, oh. I guess nah. that's fine if I'm watching it live, but if it was like if I was catching it on YouTube, I would just be like, all right, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, like fast forward. I don't want to watch all of this. Like, I just want to watch cool parts. Yeah. So, yeah. Just go 
put a link right to the boss fights or something and see how they get them done quickly. I guess if it was something where it was like a competition, where it's like two guys are each playing the single player of Splatoon 2 and trying to Those beat it faster I, I than the other. Those ones I think are always the more interesting ones. When you yeah, have like the four I, people playing, you know, Mario. Or Link to the Past or something like that. Like yeah. I'm more into that one than I am just one person sitting there taking forever to play one game. Though it's still technically quicker. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> for the most part, a lot of it still was kind of interesting. Like, just seeing, you know, the, the shortcuts that they take to get through it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're watching it going like, wow, this takes, this still takes a lot of, it's like, it's still impressive. Yeah. You're like, this takes a lot of planning, a lot of precision and stuff. You know, watching them do like crazy jumps across big gaps and Yeah, all I probably sorts of couldn't things. do it. Yeah. So like, I mean, good on them for being good at it, but in terms of a viewer, it's not as enticing, at least for yeah, me. Yeah, it was hard to like keep watching. Yeah, I guess it's good if you're like if you're playing something like you're playing a Switch, or you're playing some handheld or something, and you have it on in the background. That's probably the best, yeah. rather than like intensely focusing like with your popcorn. Like, oh, is this interesting? I don't know. I always kind of wondered how all of the people that are actually there are handling it, like thinking about it. Yeah, they might be putting it out of sight, out of mind, and just like they've done this so many times, it's old hat for them. They just put it on in the back, like. They like everything is in the back of their mind, and this is just what they do. Like mm-hmm. they just know how to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd have to be to be like really good at those kinds of like, you know, little minuscule movements and things like that that they have to make. So I don't know. It's still impressive, but not every game is a standout in terms of fun entertainment value. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at the uh, the list. The list of what's coming up game wise as of right now schedule yeah because that's going on all this week so it starts on sunday which is when we're talking right now yes it continues monday which is when you're probably listening to this and it goes all the way to saturday if i recall right uh yes the 14th is i think what is 7th to the 14th is i believe the timing of it oh no so it goes to next sunday as well so it'll probably be something where it like ends sunday morning or sometime in the afternoon Give a list. All right, yeah. Uh, what time is it right now? It is As of recording right now, it is 5.40. 5.40. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five just started at 5.37. How long <laughs> is that going to take to play? Uh, 50 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I See, here's the thing, though. That one's really down for me because I don't like watching people play Bethesda games. Like, I don't like watching Elder Scrolls games. I don't like watching Fallout being yeah, it played. Yeah, it like, just doesn't seem like it can be interesting. Yeah. The first time I ever saw someone play one of those games, I watched a friend play Oblivion, and it just seemed so boring that I've never played an Elder Scrolls game since then. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're, even definitely, they're, they're definitely a more fun to play than to watch type of game. Yeah. So uh, it's I'm glad it's I'm glad it's less than an hour though because if it's like we're playing Skyrim it's gonna take five hours to beat it it's like nope no thank you yeah I'm out I'll let me know when the Mario starts or whatever's after that yeah it's just to beat the main quest so uh, yeah, I'm sure if they like yeah I'm I'm sure there's people that speed run it to like 100 percent the game or whatever you complete every even, quest would probably do that I don't know not in one sitting probably maybe not. I don't know. Uh, up next is Hollow Knight. I don't even know what that game is. Oh, maybe and we'll then uh, F Zero GX. Okay. Complete all tracks in Time Attack at max speed. That should be interesting to watch. Yeah. That would. I'm way more interested in that than any of the other things that you've described so far. Yeah. Uh, let's, I'll just run through the last of the stuff of the day. Uh, Ukulele, uh, Blaster Master Zero, and then Batman Arkham Asylum. That's what's up for today. Yes. Okay. So, so as you're listening to this, maybe you can go back if any of those entice you and watch the YouTube reruns of it. Because obviously those will all be over by the time this yeah. airs. Nice. You play anything else this week? No, that's about it. 
Uh, well, I tried the demo for Kirby Battle Royale, mm-hmm. and it was a bad demo. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to be a bad game, but the demo is really bad. It basically just drops you in, and it teaches you the buttons, like what to do, and then and hit you... A to inhale. No, there's no inhaling, at least yet, so far, because you have a sword, so you're just fighting dudes with a sword. There's mm. two different sword attacks. You can pick up other people, um, and then you can like hit A to jump and fly, and that like or you know float or whatever, uh, and that's kind of it. And you go through this little maze thing, and then you beat up some people. And then you get to King DDD's castle where the story would start, and then the demo's over. Mm. And then there's—I mean, I guess they're probably thinking like it's Kirby, you know, Kirby. We don't yeah, have to this... give you like a very fleshed, you know, fleshed out, but even pink fleshed out, uh, yeah, demo. But this game seems like it's a different style of Kirby, so I wanted to get more of a feel for that. Mm. Um, they also had like a battle mode that you could do where it was like two on two, and it was basically just go and kill those other enemies. But it was so stupidly easy playing against the computer that like. There was no, there was no point to it. Like I just, I killed them instantly in like a, a minute. Like it was too. My other teammate didn't do anything. I just went and killed both the other guys, and then it was over. And I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping for for more of that, but I, I guess, I guess not. Um, I think you, the idea is that you're supposed to play with your friends. So it. Oh, like, did the demo also support multiplayer? Yeah, I think so. But yeah. I just, you know, I was playing it alone because i was the only person around that had a 3ds um so like maybe that'll be more fun if you've got four people in the arena style thing trying to kill each other that could be more fun but yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm not writing the game off based on the demo but it was just not a fun uh not a fun demo um and then i didn't really play anything else this week with the snow i was kind of just like i was dead tired and like wednesday night i went to bed at like nine o'clock so i could wake up for 2 a.m to then like <laughs> be awake throughout the the day how so, long was wrestling kingdom uh two to eight six hours jesus christ so it's like wrestlemania they had an hour pre-show and then it was like five hours of but it flew by honestly jesus yeah um so i didn't really get to play a lot this week um something that i had done previously and forgot to talk about was i did see jumanji welcome to the jungle and that is technically video game related I'm and guess sorry. what joe it's Good. Really? Uh, you know what? I I have heard that it's good. It's good. I, everything watching that, like the, yeah. the trailers, everything leading up to it, the, just the very concept of it made me go, no, I don't want this. I don't want this one bit. It doesn't need to exist. Um, I don't like Kevin Hart normally. Uh, the Rock is fine in most things. Like some things he's really good in, some things he's bad it's, in. But it's like, really hard to separate The Rock from The Rock. It's, that's it's true. hard to separate Dwayne Johnson, the actor from the rock that's true it, it works in some things especially when it's supposed to be over the top like i'm fine with him in the the fast and the furious movies right because he's just you're like oh yeah, yeah you're it's it's parody of correct re- reality that's which i guess like technically what this, what this is, is that's kind of like what this is and it works um jack black is phenomenal as a 15 year old girl obsessed with his phone <laughs> her phone i guess um yeah it's i laughed more than i thought i would the story is paper thin at best, but it also kind of is the perfect like action video game story, I guess, where the villain doesn't really matter. It's all about the set pieces. They go from set piece to set piece. It apes on video games a little bit. Because like... we should say that this one, uh, as opposed to the classic one um, starring the late, great Robin Williams, yeah. which was it was based off of a board game. Yeah. Uh, this one, they find like an old Atari game. Kind of, yeah that uh is a jumanji 
video game. Yeah. It's a uh, four kids playing a uh, they're like in detention or something. Yeah, it's like the Breakfast Club or Yeah, and they find technically a, the last Power Rangers. Oh, no, that's true, it is. Where they're in detention and they somehow together get sucked into this video game world and the way that they tie it in with the last movie is pretty good. Because uh, it is a sequel, technically. Oh, so it actually does it's not exist a reboot. In the same it, yeah, technically, it's a technically sequel. this is technically the third one. Well, no, because the Zathura is not Zathura a sequel. Was, That's not a sequel, though. It's just a. It was like written by the same people, though, right? Well, it's a different story completely, but like the same, like the same, well, same, same idea, the same different author story. of the yes. books. Yeah, there were children's books, right? I think so. Yeah, so they, the author of the children's book, he made wrote a another book, Jumanji one. Space off the jungle, and then he wrote another one about another magical board game that takes kids into a futuristic space sci fi yeah. setting. Yeah, but those two movies aren't connected. Like, yeah, th- the two they Jumanji could exist in the movies, same universe, though. technically, I guess. But the two Jumanji movies are like this one picks up right where the other one left off. Oh, really? Yes. Um, so I'm not going to go into like story of it because honestly, it doesn't really matter. Um, but despite the fact that it doesn't need to exist, it's actually pretty decent. I enjoyed it. I don't think you need to rush out to the theaters to see it. If someone wants to see it and asks you about it, maybe don't turn it down. Maybe be like, all right, I'm down for a fun night at the movies or whatever. You know, maybe have a, you know, adult beverage uh, beforehand to, you know, get in the right mindset or whatever. Um, Otherwise, like when it comes to Netflix or like HBO or whatever streaming platform it comes to, I think it's worth checking out. Um, I think a lot of people will be surprised because I, too, was like, I don't want this at all. Like, I love that other movie. I love Robin Williams. There's no way this can hold a candle just, to that. It was just the fact that it was, like, so soon after Robin Williams died that they were... Robin Williams died, like, four years ago. I know. Well, they announced this movie, you know, yeah. like, a while two ago. or three years ago. Yeah. I remember hearing that they were doing a sequel to Jumanji, and I went, and like, oh, poor, bad timing. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not bad. Can't wait for Patch Adams, too. No. Starring ooh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. No. No, that sounds awful because Patch Adams one isn't even good. I never actually watched it's it. It's not good. Um, but yeah, so I'm Joe, to think of other Robin Williams movies. We don't the, have the to Fisher do King. That. We don't have to do that. Um, but no, when this movie comes out on streaming or illegally downloading, you should check it out. Mm. I think it's worth it. Illegally? No, I mean I said <gasps> yes. I said legally. Okay. Yeah, I think you just misheard. All That's right. definitely what happened. I wouldn't have said the other thing because who does that? Um, so yeah, I mean, bad people who I wouldn't even know how to even do something Soulless like that. monsters, unbelievable, unacceptable. Um, but yeah, so I think that's going to do it for the, what we've been playing section, which means we're going to jump slash in. watching. Yeah. Slash watching, I guess, uh, which means we're going to jump right into the news. And there's a bunch of rumors that have come out about possible, uh, new Xbox games that should be announced probably this year, hopefully out sooner rather than later. Since I know I've talked about at length, how Xbox has no games, uh, and they have a real first party problem with exclusives that they need to rectify very quickly. Uh, otherwise, people are going to forget they exist no matter how powerful their most powerful console is. Uh, so, Joe, take it away. What kind of games are we looking forward to with the Xbox? Uh, it looks like we'll be getting uh, uh, a couple of rare games, which is... Well, we won't... All games on the Xbox are rare, Joe. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Got him. Yeah. Got him. Got him. No, continue. So, Fable... <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, Fable's Fable not a rare, rare. Fable game. wasn't rare. Fable was Lionhead. Good. Now I'm glad I got you. Uh, I now I'm glad. Ha-ha. You did. So, Fable. Fable. Uh, a new Fable game. Yeah. Huh? The, once again, these are all rumors. Uh, this is coming off of somebody off of uh, uh, Reset Era 
the the new neo gaff Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, it's one of those people that is like a, a you know has a track record of leaking you know trustworthy stuff that yeah, ends quality up quality information. Yeah, uh, said that there were a couple of exclusives coming out for Xbox uh, in the the future. One of which is Fable, which uh, I was surprised by because I felt like Fable had been, been officially killed off a while ago. Makes sense. Um, because there was a Fable coming out that got canceled. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the one that was like uh, there was there was like. What the fuck is that game? Evolve. It was one of those things where it was like four people versus one, uh, where like one person is like the 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 dungeon master kind of thing, and yeah. they like set up all the traps and set all like set on the monsters after the characters. Uh, I remember Skip was really into the beta for it. He played a, a lot of it. Put, oh, like, it made it to beta, and then they canceled it. Yeah, it wow. made it to beta, and he put like money into the beta because it was one of those things where like you could pay that. for stuff in advance. Yeah. And then you would get that when the game came out, and then Ooh, the game didn't come out yikes. and it got canceled. I don't know if he got his money back or not. Okay. What uh, else do we have in that list? Because I have some questions. So go, uh, okay. go through so, the list. Yeah. Fable, uh, Perfect Dark, okay. Mech Warrior, okay. and uh, a new uh, Forza Horizon that will be set in Japan. Okay. You like the Forza Horizon game, so we'll start there. Are you excited about Forza Horizon in Japan? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean... The settings, I don't think, really matter all that much. I feel like this one would matter the most. Because the other ones were like, look, it's open world Australia. It's like, okay, we're just doing you know races out and about. Yeah. And the last one was like uh, some European... I don't remember exactly what country it was. It was like Austria or something like that. Yeah, That's but it was always like the too. countryside and stuff like that. Like when I yeah. hear Japan, I think this is going to be like street racing more That's so true. than anything else. Drift racing and yeah. stuff. I, that's what immediately where my mind goes, obviously, with, you know, previous incarnations of racing games set in Japan. But um, are you excited about a possible, like, more enclosed, like, street racing version of a Forza Horizon game? Eh, I like the open world aspect of it. Yeah. Like, the much more, like, Forza Horizon 3, the, uh, the Australian Outback one, I thought was really cool because there was so much big open space to you know drive around you know look look for hills and jumps all over the place yeah this one if it is mainly confined to the streets i don't know if it'll be as interesting i mean i don't think necessarily i don't really know much about like the real uh topography of japan to really under you know well they have mountains and they have you know they have open it's not all cities like they definitely have open areas and stuff like cherry blossom forests and bamboo that's China. Oh. At least the bamboo part. Okay. More so than anything else. Wow, Joe, you're very closed off. Unbelievable. I watch a lot of anime, too. Yeah, but that's not real Japan. No, I'm pretty sure Dragon Ball is real Japan. <laughs> it's close. It's probably very similar, yeah. other than the flying clouds. I mean, because, no, that's mm. ridiculous. Everything else, very believable. Yeah. Flying clouds, get out of here. That's not real. Mm. Um, but yeah, even in Dragon Ball, don't all their battles take place in giant empty areas? Pretty much. Yeah, see, there you yeah, go. Yeah, in so, Dragon Ball Land, it's just nothing but like canyons and deserts. There you go. So maybe that's the part where Forza Horizon <laughs> it was just 4 Forza, will take place. Forza Horizon uh, Dragon Ball. You'd play the crap out of oh, that. Oh, fuck yeah. You put Dragon Ball in anything, I'll play the crap out of it. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Dragon Ball Kart coming to Xbox One. <laughs> the best car in the game is Goku's Flying Nimbus. He cruises around the streets. There it is. You got it. Uh yeah, so Forza Horizon in Japan. Uh, I no matter what, I'll I'll pick it up most likely just because I really like the Forza Horizon games. Anyways, yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how Japan translates into the game world. Uh, Fable. It depends on the Fable that comes out. Do you think it's going to be a reboot, or do you think it's going to be a sequel or some kind of thing set in the original Fable universe, but it's an offshoot like that four v one kind of thing? 
I hope it's like that. I hope it's I hope it's a, an actual fable game because the last one there was that one that was coming out the the one before thing yeah uh, and the last one after that was like the connect one yeah the fable the journey that was like a connect based fable game yeah so what was the last like real was it fable fable three, three was okay. the last one so do you think this will be a fable four or it will be called fable like I hope essentially it's Fable 4. Okay. You know, none of them really had much of a plot. Like, I think each of them kind of took place, you know, generations after the other. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing where, like, the stuff that happened in the previous one is told of legend. Yeah. Uh, It's not like Mass Effect where 1, 2, and 3 are all one continuing story. Yeah, they weren't directly connected to each other. They all kind of took place in the same universe. Okay. Um, So I hope it's just that. Like, it's a, a whole new story set in the same universe. But I hope it's classic Fable. Because I liked classic Fable. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where if you go back and you play it now, it seems incredibly dated as a game. So it's going to have to... Xbox original? The first Fable? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And 360 was Fable? You know, I don't remember. Yeah. Fable 3 was on 360. Yeah. 2 and 3 were both on 360. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How do you think a Fable game without Peter Molyneux would go? Probably not that bad. You know? Because he made the first three, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly how directly involved he was in the, like the last one. I don't know if it was one of those ones where like he did the first two and then kind of handed the third one off to his team. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember that right off the top of my head, but I mean, as long as you take the core of it, I don't think he was, you know, well, for one thing, he always sold the game for a lot more than what it was. Yeah, he, he would come out there and he'd be like, this is going to be the most amazing thing ever and you're going to be able to do all of this stuff and everything that you're going to be able to do. And then in the end, you couldn't do half the shit that he talked yeah, about. He was the No Not Man's even, Sky guy before No Man's Sky. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he always sold like these huge, big things that never, ever came to fruition. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know exactly how much if he was just the idea guy and then they just kind of went like, you know, he'd walk off stage and they'd be like, none of that's in the game. What the hell are you talking about? We'll get there. Don't worry. So I don't know, you know, how directly involved in it he was, considering how much he seemed to not know what his own games were half the time. Fair. Or it's just the kind of thing where, like, he would come out and say all this stuff, and then they'd be like, you know, we can do this, sure thing, Pete. And then they actually sat down and went like, oh, fuck, we, you know, we we oversold it. Yeah. Mr. Melanie, I'm so sorry, but we can't put any of that fantastical things in the game. It's just we can't do it. Yeah. Um, What about MechWarrior? You excited about a new Mech Warrior game? I never got into the Mech Warrior games. I remember playing Mech Warrior, I don't know, two on PC, like way back in the day. I think it was one of the, like the few PC games we had in my house. Um, and I mean, I like you know Mech based games. Um, I'm excited about that. I don't know if those games really have as much of a place anymore. So if they come out with a good one, that could be a, a fun, interesting thing. I know there are other like mech games that got announced recently or came out recently like i feel like i've seen other mech... titanfall well titanfall yeah to an extent is obviously pretty it's more of a call of duty game with mechs with mechs in it a mech game yeah exactly um yeah i don't know I, i'd be interested to see what kind of game it is because it could just be call of duty but with mechs where you don't ever get out of them because like in titanfall obviously you can run around as a regular soldier but maybe they do it where you can't and you're just in these mechs. Well, the that's whole how the time. old ones were. Yeah, like you just and they were like huge lumbering things that kind of like stomped around. Yeah. Um, do you think we get more something like that, or do you think they might try to make their own version of Titanfall, where you can also then be a soldier on the ground? I, I and have the a mech feeling. Is a perk? I have a feeling just based off of kind of how things are today, 
you can't really get away with the slow lumbering ones that are like really slow paced. Yeah. So I could picture it kind of doing that, speeding it up, like making, you know, much more, uh, much more exosuit than it is. Yeah. Like where neck. like they're running around as opposed to like yeah. stomping around. Like so, that first GI Joe movie. Yeah. So I, I could picture it being more Titanfall ish in the, the, the speed aspect. Yeah, I think you, I think you're right. I think it would have to be. Yeah, because if with... they put out one where it's like the, you know they're stomping around really slowly, if it's like Pacific Rim style. Yeah, you know, although the new Pacific Rim looks like it's Transformers yeah, they're, they're, and super fast and stuff. Yeah. So who knows? That doesn't look good. I, I still haven't seen the first one. Yeah. Uh, so I, I imagine they're going to have to yeah definitely speed the game up. Um, and uh, you know you you gotta you know the people are different now. Like you got to appeal to the, the, the more Twitch based game, not Twitch, but like fast paced. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. Twitchy. Yeah. Um, what about a Perfect Dark? Speaking of more faster paced things, the last Perfect Dark game wasn't good, if I recall. The Perfect three, Dark Zero. Yeah, that was the Xbox three sixty launch game. Yep, that wasn't yeah. very good, right? No, it was not. Yeah, so that wasn't good. The only real good Perfect Dark game was Perfect Dark, right? Yeah, because there was only the two. Yeah. It was Perfect Dark and Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah. So, I don't and know. Perfect Dark was just like GoldenEye without the James Bond skin. Well, wasn't it was first though, wasn't it? No. It was GoldenEye came out, then, and Perfect, then Dark Perfect Dark because okay. they like couldn't get the license for Another, James Bond yeah. again, even though that game was great, and I don't know why they didn't just give them the license to make more of them. Uh, so, they made Perfect Dark instead. Um and I, you know, I, I didn't really like the, the first Perfect Dark. I was always more of a Goldeneye fan. Yeah, people tell more... me that's wrong and the Perfect Dark was better, and I was like, I don't care. Goldeneye is fun. Yeah, I liked James Bond. Like, yeah. I didn't care about the cyberpunk, like futuristic stuff. Yeah, I wasn't even a huge James Bond fan. I just liked that game more. Like, yeah. I played more of it as a kid, so therefore, I like it more. Yeah, and then Perfect Dark Zero was, you know, just really super generic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there are already too many games that do what they did in Perfect Dark, but better at this point. Like I said, it's the it's like true. cyberpunk futuristic thing. It's it's hard to compare that to. I mean, even though they're probably completely different game types or whatever they could put out of this one, uh, you know, Deus Ex already does it really good, and you have that cyberpunk twenty seventy seven coming out. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Witcher team guys, mm-hmm. uh, CD Projekt Red. Yep. To put out this one, I just imagine it'll be very redundant. Like, yeah, I mean, think about like even Call of Duty went super futuristic with their games and then abandoned it because people got tired of it. Yeah, like does it does Perfect Dark have a place in twenty nineteen? I assume because I don't think it's coming out this year. No, I doubt. These, I mean, these are just rumors as of yeah. right now. But so. like, I mean, unless if we, they unless they've been working on these games and super duper secret and no one heard about them. I mean, it's possible, doubt, but oh, yeah. But still, like, all right, so say they it is 2018. Like, does Perfect Dark even still have a place in games nowadays? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know that it necessarily does. Even that uh, Detroit game coming out still super is another super futuristic thingy. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about Xbox? I mean, it's good that they are probably going to be announcing. If if we take these as true, they're going to be announcing four new first party games that are going to come out within probably a year or two, probably by the end of 2019, I would think. How do you feel about them going back to the well with these older titles? Would you are you happy that they're reviving franchises, or would you rather see them develop new franchises that they can then have sequels and stuff going forward? Like, 
do you want newer games? Or are you okay having a new Fable because we haven't had one in a while, a new Perfect Dark because we haven't had one in a while, and so on and so forth down the line? I mean, I'm okay with that. It's been working a lot for other things. Look how good the Crash Bandicoot did. It's true. You well, know? I mean, th- those were just those were just remakes of. That's true. Just um, updated remakes of old yeah. games. But uh, I mean, I mean, we it's we, Microsoft doesn't really have much to work with. So it would be interesting to see if them come out with new stuff. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they have been like, technically, the, their whole like cross thing with PC, like their their whole deal of the, uh, you know, how they're like, all our stuff comes out on this and on P- on Xbox and on PC. Yeah. Kind of makes it hard to say that they're exclusives. Yeah. Like, I want to say Cuphead is an Xbox exclusive, but it's not. Yeah, because I don't have an Xbox, and yet here it's I on am Steam. playing. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and the same with like PUBG as of right now. Yeah. You want to kind of say, oh, it's a Xbox exclusive, but it's not because it's you a can console play it on... exclusive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's hard to kind of claim that a lot of stuff that they have going for them are exclusive. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I liked Fable, so I, I'm really interested to see what they could do with new technology to make a Fable game. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about Perfect Dark. I don't care about Mech Warrior. Like, you know, if they do something new with Mech Warrior, that might be interesting. Um, and I am excited for any another upcoming Forza Horizon game. Yeah, but yeah, I, you know what? I'm actually really surprised that we haven't heard anything about a new Halo. I know that right? seems really weird. I know five underperformed, but I feel like there should have been a six by now. Yeah. What do we got? We got Halo Wars 2 last in 2016? Yes. Okay. Or was that? It was like early 2016, I think. Yeah. So it's been two years now since the last Halo of any kind. Mm. I'm surprised we haven't heard on a Halo 6. Yeah. I would think that if we get one, we're going to get it announced at E3, and it would probably be a 2019 game. I think I know what it's going to end up being, too. What? I have a feeling we're going to get Halo... Battlegrounds, Ooh. like one hundred player Halo like game. I don't. Can you do that though? I feel like that could be a mode in your Halo Six. Like there's that's. I, well, a I imagine there mode. would be. A, I imagine there would be a campaign also. Yeah, but I have a feeling that that's going to be the multiplayer. That can't just be the only multiplayer, could it? Have we have we gone that far in terms of multiplayer games where they would risk traditional Halo multiplayer? Uh, I mean, well, it's a good last, thought. The last one changed a lot of the multiplayer. What did the last one do? Uh, Halo Five. Yeah, it 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 definitely made it a lot more Call of Duty than Halo. Like yeah, Halo oh, always yeah. had a very distinct Halo feel to it. Yeah, and this one they kind of completely revamped it and made it like a lot faster pace, um, a, a lot more Halo like or uh, Call of Call Duty like than yeah. Halo. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that being the only. And they did. Mode, they did the. It's it's certainly they, a good thought. Yeah, they had the. Um, they did a thing that was like uh, in the last one that was more of a battlefield game type, mm. where it was you can you like kind of conquered the area. Like there was a, a huge battlefield, and you would like one team would push and try and conquer the area while the yeah. other one would try to defend it, and they would like, move on based. to the next one. Yeah, that yeah, was objective based yeah. thing. Yeah, that was a big part of the last one. See, I like that. Yeah, uh, so it took a much more like battlefield, battlefront kind of gameplay design. Yeah, so it, they definitely do chase trends. Yeah, I mean. I'd have to think though, like unless it was something where they're working on it this in secret, and they were to come out with like a twenty dollar or thirty dollar Halo Battlegrounds this year, I think that trend might be a little too far off. 
if it doesn't come out till 2019, 2020. Hmm. Like if they're waiting for Halo 6 to have this like big expansive, you know, single player experience plus a Battlegrounds mode, I wonder how popular Battlegrounds mode games will be to, you know, a year to two years from now. I don't know. It would be definitely be a risky thing for them to do, especially since they're already chasing the eight ball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I hadn't even thought of that. So that's a, that's a good point. I could definitely see them doing it now that you said it though. Mm. I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool. Like a hundred Spartans being dropped on like on the halo ring. Yeah. Running around, blowing each other up, hopping into warthogs and stuff. I wonder if it would be a thing where it's like you, you just, I bet you they'll go for like 200. They'll try and get it even bigger. I mean, cause you gotta do something to stand out. You can't just do, cause I guarantee you if they just said like, look, we've got a battlegrounds. It's what there's a hundred people and it's everybody for themselves. You'd be like, really, really guys, come on. Mm. But I guess if you go 200 or bigger or something, then I don't know, maybe that's enough to get people to go like, Oh, see, it's very similar. But you, what you don't understand is 200 completely changes the, the dynamic of the whole thing. Like, I don't know, maybe mm. we'll see. Um, I mean, we talked a lot in 2017 about games, older series changing things drastically and fitting into new like gameplay styles and bringing new things about. Is there anything you would specifically want to see in any of those four games that like is not traditional to the series, but that you could add to it to make it like a whole new experience, but still feel similar to something else. Like something you want to see in a fable game. That's never been in a fable game before that you take from another game that you like and like maybe a similar genre do you have I hope they you can don't, think of i hope they don't completely get rid of the four player aspect of it uh the other ones of fable of, of fable yeah. the, the you know they had that like four versus one thing that yeah. they were doing which i didn't really care about um but if they just made like a four player fable game where you could you know team up with three friends yeah. and go play the game they did in uh i don't remember if it was in halo or fable 2 or fable 3 they did have uh, co-op to an extent it was done really poorly like it was the kind of thing where the uh, the second person wasn't playing their character they like took over and controlled like a henchman basically mm-hmm. and it was like a, a generic henchman character that got to fall around the actual person playing yeah uh, i don't remember if fable 3 just had straight up two-player co-op but uh it was never done right yeah. but if they did like a four-player fable game I think that would be really fun. I think what would probably like my thought for what that would be is if they did a halo, like a destiny where there was like raids and stuff you could do and like, you know, hub worlds and things like that. You know what? I bet you that will, what the fable will be. If they do a fable, it'll be like that. It'll be a persistent world type. Yeah. Uh, quasi MMO. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think that world would fit really well. Yeah. Within something like that. That's what, fable was fable always you never played the fable games right no but like i've i know a little bit and i've seen people play it but i never like spent any real time yeah it was they kind of the whole point of them where you were a hero that was part of kind of a hero's guild yeah and you would go to the heroes like guild headquarters and accept missions and stuff and then go out to do the missions for on on behalf of them put that all online and there put that all online put a bunch of people make that the hub world yeah straight up fable destiny wow yeah that's spot on that's definitely what it's going to be if it's going to exist and i think people would be really excited about that because i think there are a lot of people like you who say okay i really like the fable games but they got stale yeah. like the they got progressively worse like i think no yeah they were never as two's good. not as good as one and three's definitely not as good as two or one right yeah like okay i just want to make sure i'm remembering like 
thoughts around those times those games came out because those don't last like nobody talks about fable anymore but i have a feeling like people like the world they just didn't like the games if you take the world and put it in a game that people do like like destiny i think you might have a winning combination there so i think that might be what we go for yeah honestly once you said that everything fell into place I'm yeah. like, that is exactly okay good i wanted is. to make sure that like i was remembering enough of what i know about fable to be able to be like you know what i think those two worlds would mash together if you just threw them at each other yeah um, and then like you yeah, add it's got to be good but yeah and you add in like the whole good versus evil thing where like if you do the bad thing you start turning more evil your character like you know grows horns and shit like that add yeah. that into it I'm sure there, there'll be a thing where it's like, hey, if you don't do this mission to go save these people, that's going to hurt your character and it makes you more evil or whatever. Yeah. Maybe. And it would be interesting if you're playing it multiplayer. You get to the kind of thing where it's like, do you save the orphanages, the orphans in the burning building or do you walk away? Yeah. And one person's like, no, let's save them. The other person's like, no, nah, fuck that. I want to go grab the gold that's going to like fall off the cliff if we don't you know, go grab it first. Yeah. Yeah, so that could make for some interesting team dynamics and things like that too where it's like, does your team have an evil versus good ranking and does the player as well? So like maybe, or do they become like warring factions? And if you're evil, you can't team up with good people. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe like, we'll see. Um, but I think that's definitely an interesting way in which they could take it. I don't know that that'll necessarily be the case, but it certainly seems like something that we could get. Um, if they like, honestly, if they don't do that, I will be absolutely shocked. All right, we'll write letters, or we'll know that they're listening to us. Yeah. Uh, if that turns out to be the case, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited that Microsoft has games that they want to announce and that should be coming out because and they all, don't. Also, do once again, these are just rumors, rumors right yeah. now. But like, if none of this could happen, correct? But if they're coming from a reputable source and things like that, and uh, we saw a ton of it last year, where there's when there's smoke, there's fire with rumors like this. So. Um, I don't think people really are sticking their neck out for for rumors nowadays because it's so easy to call them out and tell them they're wrong and pieces of shit because they lied on the internet or whatever. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm excited to hear what we have. I mean, we have what game GDC coming up this month, I think, and then you know we start getting closer and closer to E3. So you know, news is going to come out more fast and furious than ever before. So um, all right, so we'll move on to our uh, lightning round. That lightning round uh, for this week where we have a few things on the docket. We'll start with Xbox stuff, though. So lightning round, Joe, we have our first death of 2018 in the video game world. The Kinect is officially dead. They are no longer selling the adapter. We had talked a couple of months ago about how they were no longer giving out uh, the adapter. Technically, they pulled the plug. Ah, <laughs> bravo. Bravo, Mr. Blakesley. Bravo. Um, yeah, we had talked months ago about how they were no longer offering the free cable to those with Xbox One S's and Xbox One X's. Wow, when you say those back to back, it's really difficult. Yeah. Um, now they've officially, like as Joe said, pulled the plug uh, from the store. They're no longer even selling the adapter. So unless you have an original Xbox One, your Kinect can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't even use it on PC because they you needed that adapter for PCs. So it's gone, and it was like quietly too. They're not like at the end of the month we're getting rid of it. They just took it down. And yeah. it's, I mean, they gave us plenty of warning that it was coming. So yeah, I mean, if you were trying to get one, then you should have gotten one. Yeah, right if now. you're sitting around going like, I'll just wait until February. I'm surprised there wasn't like a hey, it's going on deep clearance. Like sell what we have, get rid of the cables, get rid of the the connects. Yeah, because they already ceased production on the connects themselves, right? I mean, probably. I think that was a thing we talked about before. Um, probably, yeah, it would make sense because mm. they don't, they 
They, they, don't, come with, they, they don't come with the systems anymore. Yeah, they de-emphasized it on the systems. They took that port off it completely. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they just stopped making them all together. Um, but yeah, I mean, are you sad, Joe? Do you? I mean, do you use your Connect still? I know I asked you recently, but um, it's it's like hooked up, but I didn't do the uh, settings on the Xbox One X when I got it. So like it's there and it's hooked up and like the light turns on when I turn it on because I just plugged you know the yeah the adapter plug. But you never into told it. it how to work. Yeah, but I never did like any of the calibrations or anything like that. Yeah, uh, completely forgot about it. Mm. I used to use it a lot, just only basically for pausing videos. Yeah, I would just be you know Xbox pause. Yeah, that's what I used it for. I, I never played any of the Connect games or anything no. on it. Were there even Connect games on Xbox One? I don't think there was. I feel like all the good Xbox, like the Connect games, were on 360. I feel like they had to have done something, right? There had to have been like a Dance Central on the Xbox One X or Xbox One. I don't, I don't know. Hmm, I don't that's a good think. question. Yeah, I don't think. Um, Let me just look that up. Try and look that up real quick. Okay, you do that. I'll sit here. And when you kick that bag, it reminded me, so I'll talk about it while you're looking this up. Uh, I tried Super Mario Cereal, Joe. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about it until I saw that bag on the ground with Super Mario cereal in it. <laughs> a bag full of Super Mario cereal Yeah, there. it's not bad. Uh, what is it now? What does it taste like? Does it taste like anything? It's Lucky Charms, but the oats are a little fruity. Yeah, because I remember they said that they were like... It's mixed berry. Mixed berry. Yeah, they're not overly... kind of weird to me. I, yeah, I thought it was going to be more like a Trix or um, there was like just... a Fruity Pebbles kind of thing. But nope, they just it mostly just tastes like Lucky Charms. There were a bunch of Just Dance games. Okay. Just Dance uh, 15, Oh, yeah. Well, they 16, put Just Dance out on everything. and 18. Yeah, they put Just Dance out on everything. And so Dance Central. Sense. So those at least. Was there a Dance Central on Xbox One? Yes, there was. Oh, okay. There you go. Dance Central Spotlight. There you go. And I'm sure probably some of the other stuff, uh, you know, somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there was some functionalities or whatever. But all right. Well, there you go. Long, uh, rest in peace. Connect. Hmm. Connect is dead. Long live Connect. Uh, lightning round. Joe, do you like when people steal from you? No. <laughs> Do you like when people copy you in yes, any way? Because it makes me feel important. Oh, it does. It makes yeah. You feel Imitation important. is a serious form of flattery. Well, then you're in luck if you're a person who likes things being copied because a game that copied from another game is now copying from an even different game. A, a copy of a cop. We're in some sort of weird Inception type shit right here. We sure are. And it's an Inception that nobody saw. Um, Joe, do you remember the game Paladins? Uh, yeah, I talked about it quite a bit. Yeah, it's the game that's definitely not Overwatch. No, of course, yeah. It is not a ripoff of Overwatch at all. Definitely not Overwatch. Well, now it's also definitely not uh, PUBG. <laughs> because <laughs> Paladins it has announced that it's coming out with its own Battlegrounds, one versus everybody, 100-player shenanigans as well. So technically, is this Paladins is ripping off Overwatch and then now ripping off Fortnite, which is ripping off PUBG? No. So I guess it would be like if Overwatch ripped off PUBG, then Paladins would be doing that. Because I think the hero aspect of it is still involved in it. That's the thing I was most interested about. That 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 was the one that made me go, okay, this could actually be interesting. Yeah. Because Paladins is, like we said, a ripoff of Overwatch. It's a hero so it's shooter. A hero shooter. Yes. And it's you pick certain characters they have different that abilities already and, exist yep. whereas fortnite and PUBG, you just play generic yeah rando dudes rando dude and ladies that drops and in sometimes you know, it's ladies sometimes it's ladies yes uh random characters that just drop into the battlefield uh, with nothing with nothing yes no guns or anything with them yep so I'm, i'd be interested to see if this is going to be 
like you pick through the rosters of characters and I would you hope play so. that character in a one versus a hundred or one versus ninety nine battlefield. Yeah. I would hope so. I would really hope that if you're going if you've aped a genre once and then abandoned that genre to ape a different genre but still are in the same game, you're doing it wrong. Like, okay, you, you ripped off Overwatch. Everyone laughed at you, it's very silly. Now you're ripping off PUBG and Fortnite and all these like battle royale type games. If you don't then keep the hero shooter aspect of it, what's even the point? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that could add a different wrinkle because everyone can pick their different characters. So you can go in with different weapon types and maybe what you pick up along the ground is, you know, buffs and like all kinds of things. To... Yeah. Armor buff. And... Exactly. You know, different shields and things like that. Like, like... Ammo boosts. Yeah, exactly. Ammo something... boxes. Shit yeah. Like something that. where, oh, it makes that shot more powerful, mm-hmm. but you still have unlimited ammo because it's still, you know, the, he- the same hero shooter thing. Because, I mean, obviously, instantly, when I started to think of this, I thought, like, how would Overwatch work in a 1 versus 100 setting? Yeah. And I, like, I was like, I, I pictured the, you know, eight people running around as the ice girl shooting, like, the ice blocks as another person's running around as the, the double-barreled skull guy, like, yep. blasting people. And then there's... the you know, random people with the sniper rifles. I, I, I like, I pictured it like that. And I was like, that seems like it could be pretty damn fun. Yeah. Actually. I think it would be more fun in the team based and squad based versions. Yeah. If that's they... true. It would have to have more of a focus on squad base as opposed to the single player aspect. Yeah. Cause my first thought when I did this was, a I just imagine everybody would be snipers. If yeah. everyone started off with a sniper rifle, because when you play PUBG, everyone's just going like, where the fuck are the sniper rifles? That's yeah. what I want. So if you gave them a choice to start the game with a sniper rifle, it would just be everybody with sniper rifles. But the sniper rifle also is less handy when you get closer towards the end of the game. True. So, and at least with PUBG and Fortnite, you can pick up other weapons. In a hero shooter, mm. you just have that one. Yeah, you can be like, I'm going to carry the shotgun and the sniper rifle, and that way when I like have to go into a building, I pull out the shotgun, I use that. Yeah. If it is strictly everyone's running around with sniper rifle, like who would pick McCree, the cowboy with the you know the pistol? Nobody. He would be completely useless in a giant battlefield. Unless it's a thing where maybe if you kill one of the other heroes, you pick up their weaponry. That would be Yeah, if they cool. had something like that. Where like you don't get you start with whatever your character starts with, and then once you kill people, you can then pick up their stuff. Hmm. So then maybe it would be so then everybody would probably start with a sniper class and then go pick up other weapons as they killed people. But I don't know. Yeah, my first thought was a head slap where I just went, oh, "You idiots! Like you can't just keep stealing other people's games, guys." It works. Come on. <laughs> but did it? Did it work? I'm sure they made money. Really? I, I, thought, I figured that's why they went free to play is because they didn't make money. Wasn't the game free to play from the start? Oh, I don't know. You you played it. From yeah, early I'm pretty on. sure it was free to play from the start. I thought you bought it, or no? I'm thinking of Battleborn, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah, you're thinking of Battleborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't Paladins know. was free off the bat. Oh, well, there that's, you go. This uh, high res, right? They're the ones that made Smite. No idea. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But yeah, or, I'm. You gonna give it a shot? I'm intrigued. Yeah, I am very, very intrigued. To I see mean, if what it's free to play. Like. I guess might as well give it a shot. Yeah, true. But yeah, that should be coming out later this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, lightning round. We've got rumors, Joe, of a new Devil May Cry. Does that excite you? Uh, it does. Um, it's one of those things where, like, it's been kind of an open secret for a while. Like, everyone kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, there was constantly like rumors and drops, and developers kind of hinting at it and we're still in that point but the developer flat out came out and said like we're working on it it's coming 
He said it in a really weird way. Uh, make, makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Uh, but he said, wait a second, that's not right. Uh, he said it was uh, under climax. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, wait, what did he say? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that he means. He said the game was coming under climax. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't like the sound of it. I, I think it Climax was like the name of the, uh, no, it was called Devil Trigger. Wait, wasn't Climax was from Bayonetta? <gasps> so maybe this is they, the this Bayonetta, is Bayonetta Devil May Cry game. Devil May Cry Ooh. crossover that everybody was hearing the rumors about. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, I think Climax was from Bayonetta. Okay, because I was going to ask if there was anything in his talking about it that made it hint that maybe this wasn't the next Devil May Cry, but this was the Devil May Cry Bayonetta crossover. And it seems like we just figured out that it is that. Hmm. Which is great. Yeah. I, I'm more excited for that than I am uh, like a next entry in the Devil May Cry series. Either one. I have fun with those games. Yeah. I, I always like those types of games. That's why I'm a little bit weary of the coming God of War game because it still doesn't it doesn't look like the old ones to me. Yeah. Because the old ones were basically like God of War was generally the same as Devil May Cry. Just but in with a different melee setting. weapons instead of Well, Devil shooting. May Cry also, he had swords and... Yeah. Axes and... You know. Yeah, but like Kratos doesn't really have any guns. Yeah. Like he has that lion fist that shoots, I guess. But yeah, yeah. That's about but it. It, it was a generally the same kind of game. Like yeah. the, the over-the-top action games that are all about crazy combos. And super moves. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, if if I'd be more interested in the Bayonetta crossover because I'd like to see what they did with it, then I would be just like, look, it's another Devil May Cry. Woo. That's true. Yeah. So, It's been so long since the last Devil May Cry came out anyways... That I'd be down with it. I'm interested to see if this is which Devil May Cry is it going to be. Yeah, is it going to be Devil May Cry Five or is it going to be DMC Two? It's not going to be DMC. Nobody liked that game. I liked it. Nobody I preferred liked the it. older ones. Yeah. I don't think I've played a Devil May Cry since I played it on with well, PS2, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I've like I don't think I played any of the re-releases. Four was on 360 and stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, and like PS3. And PS3. But like, I don't think I played that one. I don't mm-hmm. think I've played a Devil May Cry since like Devil May Cry Two or whatever. So, like, it's been a long time since I've gone Two was back the to... worst one, in my opinion. It's yeah. one of those things where, like, some people will tell you two was the best one. Some people will tell you two was the worst one. Yeah, and some people I are right. I never liked two. Three was great, in my opinion. Three yeah. was, like, fantastic. That was the best one in the series. Four was one of those ones where, like, they introduced a new character, and you're kind of going, like, I don't right. want to play Nero. I want to play Dante. Yeah. And now then, you can maybe play And then play DMC was that. Lame. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I don't know. I'm intrigued. Either way, mm-hmm. I think, like I said, more so if it was the Bayonetta crossover, but I might still check it out even if it is just the next entry in the Devil May Cry uh, series. Although uh, we, we don't know. It could end up being one of those, it could be a God of War type thing where it's going to be a completely different type of game. I see. I don't know. I don't like that franchise enough to where I'd be down for playing a different style of game set in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Or the way I am with God of War, like where I love that franchise, so I'm willing to give it a try even if it's a little different. Um, all right, lightning round. Joe. Uh, we have our first resurrection of 2018. <laughs> with all, with all, uh, every death comes life. Comes I guess. new life. That's yeah. right. Uh, uh, this time, though, however, it's n- no one asked for this. No one asked for this, and no one's excited about it. Yeah, because Mad Cats is coming back. Woo! Mad Cats, the quality game accessory brand that made all of the fantastic wired controllers that your grandmother bought you that broke instantly or just became the this is the player two controller. Yep. The, the company that helped your grandma ruin Christmas is back uh, with new gaming mice and probably controllers that light up and 
probably third party joy cons for something like that. I'm uh, sure that's coming. As of right now, it's looking like they only have a few products coming out. It looks like they're being tailored specifically for PC this time, not well, for consoles. Uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Expo, is starting next week, and they always used to have a big presence. So I'm wondering if that's when we'll see maybe more announcements or if you're only seeing the PC stuff because CES is usually more PC, PC focused and like electronics heavy rather than like gaming and console heavy. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to be showing off some PC hardware. Uh, they're going to be showing off a new mouse called the rat. Which... Clever, I guess. <laughs> is it? I don't get it. It's not a mouse. It's a rat. Oh, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, the strike keyboard uh, the Freak Gaming headset and the Glide Gaming Surface. I don't know what a gaming surface is. Are they just releasing a special mouse? It might be a mouse pad. Yeah, like or a mouse pad for the 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 rat. Maybe it's like a maybe it's like a wireless charging pad, and then the mouse has wireless charging in it, so you're constantly connected and have power. You don't have to worry about batteries or anything. Mm, maybe. maybe. I don't. But, uh, I don't yeah. know. So no mention of any like fight sticks or game controllers, which is kind of what they're a little bit more known for. Lightning round pause. Did you ever own a Mad Cat's anything? Uh, that doesn't include like the Guitar Hero controllers that they made or the Rock Band controllers that they made like the no. towards the end. Yeah, because they were like officially making the Rock Band accessories at that point. I think it was like Rock Band 3 or 4 or something. Not 4. 4 was made like in-house by Harmonix. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. Mad Cat's was already dead. Yeah, it was dead at that point. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think they made the like the official 3. Okay. Uh, so besides that, did you ever own sets. any controllers or headsets or anything like that Mad Cat's related? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. No, you know, I had um, no, that was Afterglow. Ugh. I had one of those Afterglow headsets. Why? I don't remember. No, I think I got it for free from work. Oh, that would it was make like sense. A, a, a giveaway at some point. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they were given to we the worst employee one month. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a punishment. Yeah, <laughs> you have to use this. You didn't sell enough reserves. Here you go. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'll try harder. Put this glowing light directly next to your eye. That's yeah. what we need. With the glowing like mouth, the mouth. Uh, yeah, the microphone, microphone, microphone the mouth thing, mouth thing. <laughs> Glowing microphone right in the corner of your eye. Yeah, what, what's on the headset? You know, the mouth thing? Yeah. yeah what you about know, those? You know, the ear stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, I did. I had a Mad Cats controller. I only had one. I'm sure I had a Mad Cats GameCube controller at some point oh, you know for what? playing Smash Brothers. I had two. I had an N64 one. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was, like, incredibly cumbersome to hold. Like, it didn't feel right at all. Um and then I had a PS2 controller that looked like a Nintendo controller. Oh. So like, the like an di- original Nintendo controller, or like yes. a Nintendo sixty four. No, like it looked like game an game. original Nintendo controller. So it was rectangular, and it had the two joysticks like down where they would be on a regular PlayStation controller. But then it also had the D pad and the face buttons on either side of the rectangle. And then R one and R two and L one and L two were next to each other, like along the top. So they weren't on top of each other like they are on regular controllers. They were side by side. So like you, there was a ridge that let you know that you were crossing over from R one to R two, mm. and I never really played it all that often. But mm. I had it, and it was like, like I said, it, it's the like this is the player two controller. Like yeah, this is who the friends have to fight over which ones end up with this controller. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing that grandma gets you because you said you needed a new 
Xbox controller, and the guy at the store said it was just as good as the other one, so she <laughs> so she bought it because he the, needed to that sell them. Son of a bitch! Exactly. Um, so yeah, I cats. wouldn't even do that when I was working. No, I'm somebody like, came up don't. with a Mad Kids controller. I'm like, pay the extra twenty dollars, please. Yeah, don't the, don't don't do this to yeah. whoever you're buying this exactly. for. Exactly. Unless you hate them, and then you know, have at it, do your thing. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, please, please don't do that. Uh, so yeah, uh, lightning round resume. Lightning round, uh, Joe. You know how much we love Kickstarter games here at the Broken Clocks Gamecast, right? Oh, yeah. They're the best games. Yeah. They never, ever are lies or anything else. They always come out. Yeah. Uh, they never just disappear and take off with all of your money. And number one, they are never a cash grab. Oh, of course. Yeah. It, except right now. True. <laughs> because Star Citizen is now the... What? It has raised more money than all other Kickstarter cam- games combined. And it's been on Kickstarter for what? For 10 years now, I think? I, Something I close to that? I don't even fucking know at this point. Uh, as of right now, it has raised... Uh... Oh, in, 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 in 2017, it raised uh, $34.9 million. That was in 2017 alone. Who's paying for this game? You're never going to get it, folks. Jeez. You're going to get your one ship, and then you're going to get your spinoff featuring Mark Hamill. And that's it. And Which is, uh, he, he's just the guy that you talk to. Yeah. He's not the it. main character or anything. No, of course not. That would be too good, I guess. Yeah. This actually doesn't have the official price of what they've raised right now. Uh, but yeah, so it says in 2017, it raised 34.9, so essentially $35 million. Uh, and that is compared to the 17.25 raised in 2016. So it has doubled the amount of money earned in the last year compared to the one before. So not only are people still throwing money at it, they're throwing more money at it. Than ever before. Than ever before. While getting the same in return. Mm-hmm. I desperately want to find someone who plays this game because I want to know what it is why they're giving money to it, and if they believe that they'll ever have the real game. I know. Like, I just <laughs> want to like interview people. Yeah. Somebody has to make a documentary about this. I would hope so. Maybe it'll be us. It won't be us. No. Um, no, this is kind of like how you feel like after the election where you're like, I need to find a Trump supporter because I need to know what they think. Like, I really want to have a conversation about how someone could be so stupid as to throw their you know support behind something so ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, here we are. Yeah. Um. So I just... Uh, so 2012 is when they started. Jesus. So it has been six years. Yeah. Well, five and change. Like we're about. Yeah. yeah. Unless it started at the very beginning of 20. Yeah. It was January 1st. <laughs> no, what? it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, there you go. I'm wrong. Uh, so crazy. yeah, I mean. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, do you think we'll ever get the game? Like uh, the I'm full, sure. this I'm... is it. It's official. It's released. Here's how much it costs. It's done. I don't know how they can get away with it at this point. I always thought Kickstarter, like you had to set a certain time frame. Like, and then once the Kickstarter Well, they moved ended, off of Kickstarter. Eventually. Oh, but they're still just getting yeah, donations. Yeah, it's not on and... Kickstarter. It hasn't been on Kickstarter Got for it. a while anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, it's just donation-based. Yeah, so it's just people like throwing money at their website at this point. To get a ship. Yeah, like, I'm sure if you go to starcitizen.com, there's... a a shop on there that's yeah. like buy you know like click here to see what ships are for sale click here to see what bases are for sale click here to see it, to buy the generic piece of land that you don't even know what you can do with it but it's there you can buy land yeah Ugh. crazy mm. ridiculous i'm sure we'll get more ridiculous things that you could spend your money on uh, in the coming days and weeks and months and years and decades and millennia because this game's never coming out <laughs> 
Uh, lightning round. Speaking of things that are getting lots of money, Joe, the Nintendo Switch is now the fastest selling console in the United States in the history of video games. Does that uh, surprise you? Uh, I mean, t- yeah, kind of. Just not yes and no. <laughs> way to be. Way to be committal. I really yeah. like that about you, Joe. You... I, I'm not surprised that it is. I'm more surprised that I didn't think they had enough consoles at this point. I still I I the, see them I in stores. I thought the demand was still like... Uh, yeah. They're meeting demand. That's the thing. Like That's The demand true. is crazy high, and it's not like the Wii where the demand was crazy high, but you could not find it. Yeah, like, I guess like if the Wii were readily available, they probably would have sold a fuck ton more in yeah. the first uh, 10 months. Because as of right now, it's... Uh, four point eight million in the first ten months is what the the record is, that and that's set. just in the U.S. And that's just in the U.S. because so they not sold over how much they're selling in Japan also or Europe. Yeah, because because yeah. last checked it was over ten million worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. I think because yes. we were getting close to Wii U numbers just when we when we talked about their sales just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah, like I remember Black Friday, I was at a Best Buy and I saw a tower of them, like a you know four feet, five feet of just the stacks of switches. So it doesn't surprise me that I guess it's the fastest selling. I'm just surprised that they were able to keep up with demand because it seems like they, I know some areas of the country, probably people haven't seen them in a while and you know, they're still clamoring to find them in some Midwest areas. Maybe we're just lucky or demand isn't as high around here, but I don't know. They're selling and they're selling incredibly well. So we'll see what 2018 brings for them. But uh, so far so good for the switch, I guess. Uh, let's see, uh, lightning round, Joe, we are big VR fans here at the Broken Clocks Games cast, and it seems like the HTC Vive might be getting a new headset. Uh, yeah, um, not much to talk about other than that they just put out a little, uh, ad thing, I guess, I don't know, it's just a little image, it says, uh, New Year's Resolution, HTC Vive. But the, uh, new the only Year's thing is, is that the New Year's is blurry and the blurry. resolution is clear. clear so resolution. it seems like it is a uh, an announcement coming out for a new HD HTC Vive headset that yeah. they might be announcing. Uh, it has the date uh, January 8th underneath it. So as of the launch of this yeah. uh, podcast, they, we, we should probably be getting an announcement for a new HTC like HD headset. Yeah, there you go. And I'm surprised too because I always I remember hearing that the the Vive had the best looking like headset of the Oculus Vive and PSVR. It does, uh, but it's still not well, great. No. Yeah, you know. But I'm surprised they're not resting on their laurels and they're saying like, "Hey, guess what? Ours is the best. We're going to make it even better." That's true. Well, I mean, we don't know what they're going to say tomorrow. That's true. So I guess we'll probably talk more about it next week. But yeah, look for that announcement as it's incoming. Um, but yeah, it does seem like a new headset. Because there is a picture of a headset like underneath it, right? Yes. Yeah. See, that headset looks more like a like a uh, like a Samsung Gear, less like the Vive. Like it looks more consumer friendly than it does like high end PC gaming rig. Well, I'm sure if even if it's a, a you know has higher quality components into it and stuff, just like anything, they might be streamlining it, making it a little bit smaller. That's true. Uh, making it a little bit more consumer friendly, hopefully like less wires and shit like that. Yeah. So this is the Vive S or yeah. the Vive X because it's more powerful and way better resolution. True. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, so that's incoming. I'm sure we'll talk more about that next week if we get like specifics on it uh, when that comes out. Uh, lightning round. Joe, we've got controversy. It's also the first controversy of 2018 uh, regarding Civilization Six. 
some people don't like that their history is being included in this game about world domination. Yeah, and the the announcement for the new Civilization VI uh, expansion called Rise and Fall, they uh, announced that the Cree Nation uh, was going to be added to it with the leader being uh, their tribal leader, I guess yeah. you would call him. Great elder, his uh, historical yes. figure. Uh, yeah, uh, by the name of Poundmaker. Joe Stop Giggling. <laughs> I was holding it in. Joe Stop Giggling. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're 12. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Cree people, the, like the current leader of the Cree nation people, yep. uh, came out and said he was displeased with them adding him to this game because Poundmaker was a person who, uh, preached like nonviolence. Yeah, he's and, a pacifist. Yeah, he's a pacifist. Uh, he tried to reason with the, uh, cause this, the Cree people are from Canada. So he tried to reason with the Canadian government at the time. Yeah. Um, History kind of shows that it never kind of really ever worked out for the, the, the Native Americans. It didn't work. Or the Native Canadians. The, oh, just shit. That's right. Wow. No, no, they're part of America. That's true. It's yeah. all America. That's true. Um, so they, uh, they, they, they came out and they said, like, well, you don't, we don't want him, like, as this warring uh, leader trying to conquer the world. Yeah. But at Which, the same time, like you could try to conquer the world through peaceful negotiation and everyone looks to you to resolve conflict and you live in a peaceful world and maybe that won't work. Maybe it will work. Who knows? That's why he's in the game. Yeah. Gandhi was always a character in the yeah. Civilization games and always made for really funny memes of like Gandhi saying like, you know, we will be invading your country. And you're kind of like, Gandhi, no. I mean, that's probably why they don't want memes about Poundmaker. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised that it wasn't, there was no uh, consolation. What do you mean? Like, I, I'm surprised that the, the the Civ developers, I don't know who develops the Civ games, didn't like go to them, like the Cree, you know, the, the Cree Nation leaders and say, hey, we're going to add you, this guy into the game. Like, we would like some information about him, about how to like properly do it or anything like that. No, they just flat out did it. I mean, you could probably find most of that information like, online or in still you think that or... they would at least consult with them yeah well i don't know how like i'm gonna plead ignorance i don't know how well represented this this nation of people is this tribe of people oh, like I'm do sure. they have a headquarters somewhere that you could call up or a museum you can go to like maybe they don't know maybe they didn't know who to go to like obviously there's an like a there you know, the, yeah there is a, a current, high elder and yeah whatnot, there is a but... current leader of the 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 uh the cree people um, Milton Tutsis mm-hmm. is the current leader of the Cree Nation, so they have to have somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't reach out at all. Maybe they just felt like they could get enough information on an actual historical figure through books and references and things that they didn't feel the need to. I don't know because nobody like owns the rights to those people. I don't think. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they put other historical figures in the game if they have to go to people who own likenesses, like descendants have the likeness rights, or if it's just I don't think they, public domain because they're people that existed. Like, do you, can you even like have a right to your image? Of course you can. That was all, that's why some video game characters, like based on the movies, don't have the actors. Like, that's true. It doesn't look like the actor's face in the Spider-Man movie game because they didn't get the likeness rights for Andrew Garfield or whatever. That's true. So, yeah, I don't know. But, like, when they're so historical and in the past and, you know, they were before the... This was the 1800s. Yeah, but still, like, before movies and video Mm. games and TV, like, 
did you own likeness rights and who owns that now and kind of things. So I don't know. Maybe they felt like they didn't need to because it's historical information. I don't know. Interesting though. We'll see. Like we'll see what I think they said that they're looking into seeing if they want to consult the people who make it. Like you said, it was the the yeah. The, it was 2K. You said. Uh yeah, 2K makes the Civ games. It's well, it's Sid Meier's, but I don't know if he actually has anything to do with them anymore. Yeah, but yeah, 2K puts them out. Um, and the elders were thinking about possibly going and bringing something up about maybe getting it taken out or. Well, the the Tutusi uh, Tutusis, uh, the current leader, said he had no contact with 2K games. Yeah, uh, and was basically reaching out with them to you know, asking them not to include him into the game. And mm-hmm. as of right now, and this could have changed since this article was made. Uh, there was you know, no contact between them. So they might just be saying like, hmm, fuck you. Yeah, we can whatever. put them in if we want. Yeah, whatever. You know, too bad. I'm sure Gandhi's descendants were probably sitting there going like, hey. Yeah. Well, they can just sit there and do nothing. Hmm. Um, That's pacifism for you. Exactly. Um, I don't know. So I'm sure if it changes, we'll get more information or someone will make a statement or there'll be follow-up to the story, I'm sure, at some point. Either way, whether they get approval and remove it or they, you know, say to... Too, too bad, so sad. Um, all right, lightning round. Uh, and this is the last item for the lightning round. And this is the portion where we talk more about TV and movies and stuff that have uh, related to video games. It looks like we're getting a new anime from the game that's about Professor Layton's daughter who also solves mysteries. Yeah. Um, the uh, sequel? I don't know exactly how to classify the game because there's been a fuck ton of Professor Layton games. I assume it's a sequel if it's about his kid. Yeah, like, so there was a series of... Spinoff, uh, maybe? Yeah, a spinoff. Yeah, spinoff. So there was a Professor Layton spinoff uh, starring his daughter. Um, Who's not a professor. No. Uh, Just regular Layton person. Cat- Catriel. Uh, apparently she runs her own detective agency, so she's not a professor, she's a detective. Okay. Uh, and there will be an anime series coming out based off that that game. Is this just coming out in Japan? Is it coming in the... Is it well, like everything West? eventually... Gets... Well, it could be an American anime, I don't know. No, it's definitely a Japanese okay. one. Yeah, it's Making being sure. produced by uh, Level 5. Um the only thing that I'm interested in, I don't know if they even did a Professor Layton anime itself, uh, but how do you translate that into an anime? Because the games are just about solving puzzles. Well, I guess it would be mystery-based, because I assume she solves mysteries because she has a detective agency, so every episode she'd solve a new case, or every couple episodes she'd solve the case. And it's just have You, you never played any of the Professor Layton games, do you? Yeah. you know, a lot of them were basically you go into an area and there's a person that's sitting there and they're like... If you know how to make these matchsticks line up to make the shape of a thing, like you, I'll tell you what you need to know. Yeah. Well, did you play the game based on the daughter? No. Oh. Well, could that... be completely different, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I assume if she runs a detective agency, it's got to be about solving crimes and mysteries. He was. That's what Professor Layton did. Also, he just wasn't yeah. a detective. He was just a traveling professor that yeah. people contacted and asked him to, you know, go and look into something. Yeah. Um. I assume it would just be like, even if it's loosely, if it's based on the characters, but not the game, it would just be about solving mysteries, Mm. whatever kinds of mysteries she solves normally. I don't know if it's like kid mysteries or if it's, you know, murders and ghosts and spirits and stuff. I don't know. Mm. We'll see though. That'll be coming to say when? Uh, just 2018. Okay. Yeah. It'll premiere, premiere in Japan in 2018. Well, we have all of eight, uh, 2018 to go since it's so early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be looking more for that. The name of the show will be Layton Mystery Detective Agency Cats Mystery Solving Files. That's the short version of the name or is there yes. like a, okay, there's a the longer one? Yes. Probably. I'm okay. sure. <laughs> 
Wow, that is a re- read that name again. Uh, Layton Mystery Detective Agency Cats Mystery Solving Files. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, hmm. you gonna watch it? You check it out? I'll give it a try. Yeah, if it comes, you know, on Crunchyroll or something. Yeah, one of those anime services. But I can't imagine it's something that's gonna hold my interest for too long. No. Now, is the daughter like? Is she like a teenager? Is she like a? tenure like what is the like who is know. this show probably geared towards uh i don't know i mean she looks pretty young but I, oh, you does, can't yeah. really tell by the art style especially sure. in japan where it'd be kind of thing where you look at uh, someone that looks like a 12 year old girl and they're like she's 27 and you're yeah. like even professor Lee doesn't look that old yeah well i think this takes place like well after those ones i don't think he had a kid in the early ones no but still like to be old enough to be a professor, you'd have to be of a certain age, and he doesn't look that old anyway. Mm. So I, she could be whatever age, I guess. I'm just I'm just trying to wonder, like, who's this show geared towards? Is it a kid show, like a Pokemon, or is it a teen show? I think it's probably, like, mid-teen kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Tw- tweens. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see when it comes out some point in 2018. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Uh, remember, you can find this episode uh, as well as every episode of the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. You can listen to it on Google Play, Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can also find our Broken Clock's main event there as well. Uh, we've got the Royal Rumble coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, so you can look forward to that. Uh, remember, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Um, so let us know what you think about any of this week's news items. What Mad Cats controller did you get for birthday or Christmas or Hanukkah or Easter that you were really mad about and you hated grandma ever since? Uh, let us know uh, at Broken Clock Pods on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's episode, like I said. So once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.